0: Joining us right now in the drive-up lane is superintendent of Grand Haven Area Public Schools, Mr.
1: Andy Engel. Good morning. How are we doing today? Good morning. I'm great. Beautiful, sunshiny morning today. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, you had a board meeting. What happened? We did. Um, so a lot of discussion and deliberation, some community feedback um, for the board just to really try and figure out what's going to happen next. Um, of course, we're in the current suspension of learning. We've got the governor's order, really MDHHS's order uh, that closed high schools. Um Our board decided to close K-8 through next Tuesday as well to to line up with that, to to give us a break. We certainly were um, seeing especially a surge of quarantines in in our schools, but but some cases as well. Not a lot of spread within the schools, but enough that we had... we had almost 500 kids out of school, and that was making uh, instruction really difficult for everybody. Um, so it really was a time to kind of revisit and see what we what we think we should do um, December 9 through December 18 and really start considering what we're going to do in early January because that two-week break will go fast. Um, it's hard to gather up the data. Ultimately, the board did not make any new decision last night about extending our suspension of in-person learning. So the default assumption is that we'll return on December 8th unless there's a change in order from the governor. Um, But the board did give an indication. Their regular meeting, our regular December meeting, is next Monday. Um, So the board is planning to revisit that. They want to give a little more time to pass to see what... data comes out from Ottawa County, what data comes out from the state of Michigan about uh, what what really did transpire over the Thanksgiving weekend. Are we going to see a, an even greater surge because of travel and gatherings, um, or will we continue to see the data level off as it was just before the Thanksgiving holiday um, a little bit? So they're going to revisit that Monday. They've asked, um, we'll be working to get a communication out by the end of the day just to ask people and advise people to be ready for all contingencies and plans. Continued daycare, continued management of kids at home should the Board decide to extend um, the suspension of in-person learning, um, but also we'll send a community survey just to try and get feedback broadly from our community about what the community thinks is best in the best interest of our students, staff, and schools right now.
0: Andy Engel, Superintendent Grand Haven the Area Public Schools, she kind of punted the ball down uh, the line, but she she opened up by saying Governor Whitmer did in regards to. We expect a surge because a lot of people were traveling. Right. It isn't going to show up for a week to 10 days. That's kind of why they had the December 8th thing. She kind of hedged her bets on whether or not they're going to extend that through the health department. But the CDC has said that community spread over 5% or 3%, you know, uh, I think it was 5% with schools. Uh, we got 15% in Ottawa County. It's hard to believe that it's going to drop 10% in the next five, seven days. Right. It's
1: not going to, and, and all the experts I hear and listen to don't think that num- those numbers are going to significantly drop to those levels even by the middle of January. Um, it's interesting the CDC s- says that and gives those numbers. I mean, we've heard 3% in 150 daily cases per million as target rates for safe opening of schools. Um, but we also heard the CDC director and, and Dr. Fauci both say schools are some of the safest places for kids to be. Dr. Fauci says, close bars, open schools. The CDC director said just that the schools are, are the best place for people to be. So it's a, it's a, it's a rock and a hard place. It's a catch 22. Um, I tried to represent last night, you know, that, yeah, the the numbers are, are leveling, or maybe have dropped just a little bit, but they're still five times um, broadly in the community what um, what people would want them to be. We don't have that rate of infection within our schools. At least we're not aware of it. We haven't had all of the necessary, you know, uh, all of the access to testing that that maybe uh, might be ideal. Um, but it so it, it makes it a really tough decision. Um, and so I, you know, the board did some of some of the same. They punted the ball down the road just a little bit to try and have more data, try and have more information, uh, make the best decision possible. That's difficult. I represented to people also last night. That's difficult for our teachers, our families, everybody to plan and 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 prepare. But the it can it's been a it's been a very fluid and and rapidly changing um, nine ten months of the pandemic, and I think it's going to continue to be there.
0: Yeah, you almost can't make a decision now because right. you don't know what it's going to be in seven days. Either That's exactly way, right. Andy Engel, exactly. superintendent of schools, joining us right. Now, a food giveaway program, when is that again?
1: That continues. So it's on Wednesdays. It it continues every Wednesday, uh, White Pines 4 to 5, Grand Haven High School, um, five to six and look on our website, call us at 850 if you need some food pickup or delivery. We're also trying to add in um, a little extra service for folks. If, if you're a family that's quarantined or isolated because you have COVID, um, give us a call and we're working to make special deliveries for those families that really shouldn't be leaving the house. Absolutely. Yeah, that's
0: very nice. Um, how many families are, are you giving meals to?
1: Um, it's been in the two to 300 per week. I'd say we just got an update. MDE's count for us is we've delivered over 188,000 meals um, through the pandemic, but yeah, it, it's hovering between three and four hundred right now. Now, what about two and three hundred? I'm sorry.
0: When when is does the money run out? I mean, because I know you'd gotten some federal money. I think they've, I mean, ex, they've where...
1: extended that federal money program through the entire school year, oh. so we're able to just keep keep rolling and keep continuing. It's really great. At Robin uh, Robin Moore, our food service director, actually got a supplemental grant that allows during the suspension of in person learning times, we actually can provide dinner and a snack as well. So anybody that's getting meals is getting three meals plus a snack and seven full full days of meal. I, I'll add the Y is also piloting a program with us at Lakeshore, um, providing some dinner meals for families too. So lots of help going on in our community. Do you have a person that just looks and writes grants? Because, I mean, that's a full-time job. We do not. Um, but I'll say Robin Mora in the food service realm, um, you know, she's we contract with her for her services through Chartwells. Um, Robin does a great job. She's always looking for grants, um, specifically food service for our Snack programs for equipment and for things like this that help families. She does a great job. Mary Jane is our other grant expert. Works really close um, uh, on any uh, state level grants, but also then um, with the community foundation and other local organizations, schools foundation to to access money. Brian Wheeler is another great guy. We work uh, on um, school level grants, uh, state school safety grants, I should say. Um,
0: this is always the month you have your your holiday concerts, choir, band, the whole thing. I mean, is
1: that anything that can happen? I mean, nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's all, I think everybody, everything's going to be streamed. You know, we had some, our, our directors, everybody had some experiences with that in their, their early fall season with like Halloween concert for the orchestra. Um, you know, as well as I do that um, Dennis Threadgill is an amazing individual and did, did great things for us with athletics, but also does a great job in, in helping um, our directors get that stuff streamed. It's going to be really difficult, um, especially at right now with with remote learning whether those things will even be able to occur Um, but if we are able to get back in you know hopefully we can find some ways to to get those events streamed out and, and get some experiences out for folks
0: Man, what, what do you? what's your take on the MHSA? They said, oh, we're going to get back to practice. We're going to finish out these fall championship <laughs> games in December. I'm just still going, I don't know how you're going to pull it
1: off. I think like everything else, I think it's going to be a wait and see. I'll be, I personally, I'll be really surprised. I have no, I, I try to be really clear. I'm not, I'm not holding information. I'm not a, I'm not an insider in what's happening at the state level at all. Um, I'll be, I'll be shocked if at the high school level, they don't extend the order about high school. So I, I I think, the, I think the fall seasons are essentially over, um, but time will tell. We'll wait and see and see if that order gets extended uh, over the weekend or early next week.
0: I have to thank you for being in the drive-up lane because as you're talking, you're the first person we've had in the drive-up lane where we can see their breath <laughs> because it's it, so cold outside. It, it, it is a bit
1: chilly out this morning. <laughs>
0: Clear and crisp. We, uh, if you happen to go down to the Tri Cities Historical Museum, they have a display of trees with nonprofits upstairs in their big ballroom area. And so we're participating, and each tree had to have a theme from the nonprofit. And so we got a six and a half foot tall lit tree and the whole thing. And ours was pictures. I, I was actually pretty impressed with myself. I just said, <laughs> what, How would my wife think? So I got creative and I took, I made about 50 different photos of everybody who's been in the drive up lane or events we've been at, graduation. Whatever it is, with face mask on, and so the whole tree is decorated with that. And then at the very top, we've got a, a, a one of the 103.5 cloth masks at the top. That's nice. our angel, and right by it is Mister Pops uh, Ace. <laughs> <Classic>. But <laughs> but we you're in there. We got Mayor Bob Vanessa with the measuring tape. I mean, it's it's pretty good. So this has
1: been a it's a great opportunity. It's a great way to connect. And we were I'd say we're at least uh, eight nine feet apart, and it uh, yeah. works pretty well. Okay. Anything I didn't ask you, you want to get out there for everybody? Uh, no, I think we've got it. Again, we're going to try and get a communication out, just asking everybody to, to um, be prepared for whatever the possibilities might be. Reminding people that that in terms of getting kids in school, the we all have to do everything we can in all of our personal interactions and dealings to to try and make that as safe as possible, help our overall community as best we can, and we're going to look to get a survey out just to try and make sure we got feedback from everybody so the board can make the best decision on behalf of the community possible. Absolutely.
0: Andy, thanks for stopping by. You got it. Thank you. Andy Ingle, who's superintendent of Grand Haven Area Public Schools, is good enough to stop by and freeze death outside in the drive-up lane. We sure do appreciate it.